you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Hoo, blah, and blah. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Ah, oh, it's gangbusters. Damn a Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave Damashek. Welcome to our weekly reaction show to the top 100 players of 2012 airing on the NFL Network. Wednesday night, counting it down from 100 all the way down to number one. We just watched Adam Rank. We just watched him count it down from 50 to 41. And by the way... A, uh, a self-serving plug. You and me made a little appearance on the most recent episode. So in reruns of that, why don't you watch it? You'll see uh, You'll see Damashek and Rank making some noise with Jamie Dukes. And uh, speaking of Adam Rank, let's say hello to him now from NFL.com. What's the poop, fellow? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. Well, upsetting stuff once again. Upsetting to you. Once again, you know, 50 down to 51. Let me give you the recap in case you missed it. At number 50, Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. who didn't play last year. How can he be in the top 100 if he didn't play? 49, Marquise Pouncey, Devin Hester, the special teamer, Mike Wallace, Champ Bailey, Vontae Leach. At number 45. Up from 20 last year. <laughs> Vontae Leach, a year ago, you and me, complained extensively about seeing Vontae Leach's name show up here. And he not only returns, he goes up 20 spots to number 45. <laughs> Jason Babin of the Eagles at 44. Vernon Davis at 43. Jason Peters out for 2012 at 42. And then Matt Stafford rounds it out at number 41 for this week. And rank where to begin? I mean, most of these names are, are 
hard to reconcile being uh, being ranked among the top 50. And let's start with Peyton Manning. How do you feel philosophically? This is in 2012. So and and the way it's laid out is the players who vote on this. This is NFL player voted results, and they say Peyton Manning is one of the 50 best players, even though he didn't play. And and I've heard the whole argument about, hey, he's never been more valuable. He's never shown his value more than by not being on the field in 2011 and look at what happened that team. I think that the stars aligned to make Peyton look pretty good because – the that team was probably going to go seven and nine, eight and eight. They were they were a pretty flawed team. Even had Peyton been out on the field for him, I just don't understand philosophically if the guy hasn't played a game in a year and a half now, how you can possibly have him in here. How say you? Well, the teams in the NFL actually made their voices known about how they feel about Peyton Manning. The Tennessee Titans were were willing to get rid of Matthew Hasselbeck. The Texans, I think, had a little bit of interest there. They didn't really pursue it too Maybe much. Maybe smoke and mirrors, but the yeah. The Cardinals brought him in. The 49ers brought him in. Seattle wanted to take a look at him. And then ultimately he winds up with the Broncos. So it shows that there's still a high demand for Peyton Manning. And if you look at it compared to some of the quarterbacks who've been revealed so far, we've had Phillip Rivers up there. I would, I would put Phillip Rivers ahead of Peyton Manning. Michael Vick I would have below Peyton Manning. Tony Romo. It's an interesting one. We talked about this one with Jamie Dukes. We both, I'm not as high on him as you are, but I still felt he should have been higher than where he was with Joe Flacco. So you start getting into this mix of, is he better than Tony? Tony Romo just seems like a younger version of Peyton Manning. Like if Tony Romo's dad had played in the NFL, I would think that they would both have identical careers of guys who put up great regular season numbers who just couldn't get it done in the postseason and in the playoffs. But if well, he gonna, but he hasn't played a snap. I mean, these aren't these aren't standard rankings. Well, he had an off year. No, he had no year. He had mm-hmm. uh, he had zero season. So it's hard to justify him being among the top fifty names. But if you want to go on a strict, this is all about two thousand and eleven. If we are absolutely purely looking forward rather than but back. it's looking forward, he's still going to be one of the top fifty guys in the league, provided that he's healthy, that he's going to make it through a season. Here's my prediction. Then, if that's the case, how how he's going to do in 2012? Check in with me at the end of November, and I bet you he'll look he'll be he'll be too lowly ranked. Then check with me in mid January, and then let's review it again because no one plays better in the regular season than old Peyton Manning does. Mm-hmm. But come playoff time, what's he have? He has that he has three or four because he's he's what he's one of the three or four best quarterbacks of all time. He must have Five a handful of of Lombardi trophies, right? Yeah. Oh wait, no, wait a second. He he's one. Super Bowl victory against Rex Grossman away from having zero. And interesting to note there is that they avoided the Chargers that year, who were 14-2 and and lots of the Patriots. Marlon McCree falls down after making an interception. Indianapolis has to go into San Diego and win that game. And you know what? We're talking a lot of what-ifs and, and possible, you know, what could have been. But you know what? And credit to him. He went out. He, he beat a Super Bowl opponent that was uh, prototypical of what his career is all about is when you put him up against a mismatched opponent, he will not make the mistakes. He will absolutely win. He reminds Let's not me, act like he had a gangbusters game in that Super Bowl. Oh, he Bowl. did it. It was it was Dominic Rhodes' Super Bowl uh, MVP trophy that he stole from him. I think Peyton Manning should have given him the Cadillac that he won for it. You know, Peyton Manning, it reminds me a lot of what David Robinson was to the to the NBA, is that you put up David Robinson against a 6'9", 6'10", player who should in all – all other 
you know, f- forms of life should have been a power forward. And David Robinson dominates him. But when you compare him against the other elite centers in the NBA, he was clearly not as good as them. And that's Peyton what it seems Manning, like with this Peyton whole Manning. conversation that he's a coach and you don't understand if you don't understand why he's so great, his ability to be the coach on the field. The team doesn't really need an offensive coordinator so long as Peyton Manning is under center there. That's all fine. And he is very productive, obviously. He's one of the most productive QBs statistically of all time. The fact of the matter is, he is choked as much as Brett Favre or anyone else has. Brett Favre's always held up as a guy who was a goat in some big moments in his career. Peyton Manning, same level of gunslinger, same level of mistakes on the big stage. But we've talked about Peyton quite a bit on past podcasts. I encourage you to go back and uh, listen to those. You can dig up all our work on iTunes there, Dave Damashek Football Pro- Program. Subscribe, won't you? But let's look ahead here, and here's a little positivity for you. Marquise Pouncey emerging now as, uh, as one of the dominant centers in the game for the, uh, for the Steelers and now will be the cornerstone of what is basically a rebuilt offensive mm-hmm. line and should be pretty dominant for years to come. But the name that I like on this list Devin Hester. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, some football curmudgeons say, how can you put a special teamer and a, a third-rate wide receiver on this list in the top 50? Watch the Bears play. Watch the watch the way he affects the game. Either you kick it to him and he might uh, put seven up against you, or your punter has to kick away from him and give the Bears good field position. Either way, he is affecting the game as much as anybody is when the Bears are out there. So I like that call quite a bit. Any any beef with you for him? I mean, I know he's an insufficient starting wide receiver, but as a kick well, returner, he's unparalleled, not just currently, but for all of time. He's the best one I've ever seen. We'll see how, better, how much better he does as a receiver when he has Brandon Marshall there and Jeffrey from South Carolina, who they drafted in the second or third round. He, when you put him in the slot and he's got a couple of big-bodied receivers on the outside, I think he's going to be a little bit better. But it is nice to see that the return men are getting some love in this top 100. Of course, previously we have seen Patrick Peterson come up. Deshaun Jackson came up, and I would assume that that's more for his overall effectiveness in the return wow. game and, and so not is, as a receiver. And by the way, Champ Bailey is still very good and, and uh, has more good Sundays than bad. But this is this is one of the primary flaws with NFL players voting on NFL players is is that it is a little bit of a lifetime achievement award. Obviously, mm-hmm. if it is purely about looking forward, then Champ Bailey is not one of the top fifty players. This is a, and it's not about what he did in twenty eleven. That defense was based on Von Miller and Elvis Dumerville and what they were able to do from uh, from with with, uh, with a, from a pressure standpoint. Champ Bailey still great, not one of the top fifty players. So I don't know about that one. Vontae Leach, I mean, I don't know. What John Kuhn in there at what was he ninety two mm-hmm. one at one behind Tony Romo yes so that's the same level so if we had to draft NFL players in order of the players you would most want it would go Tony Romo and then John Kuhn and apparently you would rather have Vontae Leach than Mike Wallace or Peyton Devin Hester Peyton or Marquise Pouncey and the list goes on and on I mean I would rather have Peyton Manning sitting uh, out for the entire year than Vontae Leach. <laughs> Vontae Leach is a fullback who jumps up. Why? Because Ray Rice um, had the had one of, if may, if not the best uh, seasons for a running back in 2011. Yeah, guess what? Ray Rice was putting up some uh, some huge numbers before Vontae Leach arrived. And by the way, Joe Flacco is a little bit better. They have a little bit more of a passing game. How you justify Vontae Leach being some sort of a linchpin that elevated that offense is is hard for me to. Feel. You know, complaints. You so know, much. it's like when you see the Avengers movies come out. And you hear, like, 
Robert Downey Jr. being interviewed, and they he talks about some movie that nobody's ever seen, or some actor who's on some list who's never been that you've never seen, and just trying to show how smart he is and how it's being I'm an insider. So, yeah, you, you don't know, understand. So, you, you don't understand. If you understood the nuance of the game, then you would understand. Then yeah. you would get it. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Offensive you've... coordinators apparently don't get the nuance of a fullback either, since none of them even bother to put one on the field anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the musician that that names the obscure band and like oh you got to listen to these guys he's he's the real engine yes. come on settle down that's but, ridiculous black tie you have a beef with me you have a beef with Ray? both you guys well both of yes. us yeah. i do complain a lot because this list because is it, hooey and applesauce it makes no sense I, I as i've said before i'll say it again do nfl players watch nfl football I, when i look at this list it makes me think that they do not do you watch nfl football right you know how I do. dare you you do Somebody you want me to do a list right now? I can right easily. Here's number a, one. Okay, I'm going to go number one Aaron is Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Air, n- number one is Aaron Rodgers. Number then two. things get want? a little bit confusing. That's then, easy. That's an easy one. That's right. easy. Right. I think you get number, my list. number 45 on your list. Who's Aaron Rodgers better be number one this year. I'll tell you that much. Number Here. 45 on my list is Patrick Peterson. Counties. Counties, black tie. Aaron Rodgers, Tom okay. Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. I don't have them in order, but this is pretty easy to put together a top whatever. So you're just naming names right now. What do you mean? I'm That's na- how no, I'm naming starts. good names. I'm naming players that are eligible for to be in my top whatever, 10 or 50 or whatever. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, I think mm-hmm. I have to put in there. I have to put Steve Smith in there because those are the two weapons in the passing game for Plus Carolina. Plus, he's, he's a friend of the show. That's also true. The great Steve Smith. Calvin Johnson has to be top five, maybe mm. even top three, maybe even top two. Um, Larry Fitzgerald's got to be in the mix. Andre Johnson I would carefully consider. What do even you though Adrian in, Peterson? Well, Adrian number Peterson. number two last year, I believe. Well, he's not going to be that for damn no, sure. Peyton Manning was number two last year. And by the way, you can't shoot holes in my list when I haven't even issued it yet. I'm just giving you some names. But I will say... You're not going to see anything as ridiculous as Ray Lewis at number four, like you saw the players do last year. Talk about Lifetime Achievement Award. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, they're always held up as the two guys from this offense. I mean, from that defense. defense. And, in fact, I'll tell you the two names that belong on that list. In my top 50, Haloti Nada, the cornerstone. Now, he's – see, now that rank, that's like a musician talking about the uh, the studio bass player, best in the <laughs> business. You don't know him, but he's terrific. Right, right. Haloti Nada. And then, of course uh, – Terrell Suggs, but he's going to be a tough one for me to figure out too. Um, but I'll go. I'll go with those Steelers. Mike Wallace, maybe Troy Polamalu, probably is in at the back end. I would certainly not rank him as highly as um, the players seem to. Mm-hmm. A lot of. I mean, he's listen. He is a great two dimensional player, but in pass coverage, he gets exposed. And I predict that that's going to be a real problem for the Steelers in 2012 as more and more teams try to lean on um, their tight ends running up the seam, running up the middle of the field. I think Troy Palomalo is going to have some some real trouble dealing with that. Um, Arian Foster is another running back. MJD, perennially underappreciated. I think MJD's got to be top 15, led the league in rushing last year. Darrell Revis, maybe not Asamoah. I might just are there, who's a shutdown corner that I'm not thinking of. It might just be the only the only shutdown corner might Revis be the is truth. Revis and maybe Asamoah, but not a great year in in 2011. Jonathan for him. Joseph, 
Maybe. Yeah, he definitely was a big part of turning that uh, Texans. That was the big liability was their, was their back end, and that's why I say the Cowboys in 2012 are destined for great things because just like the Texans, their in-state um, AFC counterparts did by just addressing it through the draft and free agency. That's exactly what the Cowboys did. I think they're ready to roll in 2012. Two, uh, you know, Rob Gronkowski has sure. to definitely be, I would think, top 25, right? And I think Jimmy Graham's even better than he is. So that would be, he makes it. You like he, you like Jimmy Graham better than Gronkowski? Yes. I do, yeah. Okay. Drew Brees clearly fixates on him. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees just throws jump balls, flat out just throws some jump balls 20 yards downfield and expects Jimmy Graham to go get them. Gronkowski, great, too. Um, I, uh, how, about, uh, how about Julius Peppers? How about those uh, uh, Erlacher Briggs? Peppers, I think you go Peppers number one out of that trio. Maybe, yeah. maybe another of them will get in. Jared Allen among defensive ends. Did I say? Did I say Demarcus Ware for for pass rushing uh, DNs? I'll go Ware, Peppers, Allen. Does Chris Long belong? He had uh, thirteen he sacks okay. last year. Yeah, he was good. Who other bear? Matt Forte. Matt Forte definitely deserves some. Uh, it's not that hard, Black Tie. You see, we're coming up. Are any of these names that's ridiculous? That's all. Are all these names ridiculous? You get the, the name parts down. You just have to attach the numbers. All right. Here's an interesting one. Somebody suggested this with our list that we have to put together. Mm-hmm. Rather than because I think it's the height of pretension when people sit around and talk about who's a great uh, left tackle. You know, you really have to sit there and well, break Joe down. Joe Thomas. Stuff. Yeah, you really have to. You really have to. Um, to sit and watch individual matchups uh, on the uh, at the line of scrimmage to really know who's a dominant offensive lineman. So I think you do it instead. I think you just say units, offensive line as a whole. And if that's if if we are doing that, the, the Patri- New England Patriots got to yeah. be top fifteen because that team. I always say it: the number one key to success for almost every quarterback is how clean they're kept by their O-line. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a great O-line if, 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 for, if I were an offensive coordinator. The thing I would want more than anything else, you said you can choose. You could have a great wide, a great number one receiver. You have a, can have a great tight end. You can have a great rushing attack. You can, The number one thing I want is a dominant offense, uh, offensive line. And but Tom Brady, you- ironically, the, the times when that line breaks down against the Giants or their kryptonite, the, the Giants apparently own them, especially in the first time they played in the Super Bowl. And then um, and then when Bernard Pollard got to the knee of Brady. Outside of that, it seems like Tom Brady has, hasn't gotten sacked in his entire NFL <laughs> career. So that's the key to his success as far as – I mean, he's great and everything. But you couldn't drop him into the Green Bay offense and expect him to thrive. He cannot run away from pressure the well, way Aaron Rodgers – the, and how, Roethlisberger, and Roethlisberger is the other one. I know people think it's crazy. I would give a legitimate thought to putting Roethlisberger ahead of Tom Brady because of that. Roethlisberger for five years now has played behind a lousy offensive line and continues to win games. And people say, well, it's a, the defense is so good. It's, a, it's that defense. All right. I mean, it's, uh, the defense has definitely been among the best over the years, but it's Roethlisberger making the plays at the end of games to to pull those things out. Nobody does it better than he does. I dare say, is there any QB you'd rather have in the final two minutes? And if this is a quarterback league and it's about the QB winning games, hard to argue with Roethlisberger pulling it out in the clutch. So maybe I would even say Roethlisberger. Over, what about Aaron Rodgers? No, 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 no. Aaron Rodgers, the clear-cut number one. Okay, Not just among QBs. You'd rather have Roethlisberger over Drew Brees? Absolutely, yes. Brady, Peyton Manning, and uh, and Breeze, 
have this in common. They're all great. They're all stats machines. The other thing that they all have in common is good offensive lines that keep them clean. When any when any or all of those three guys has seen pressure in their careers, they fall off considerably. Not to say anybody who has got. I mean, obviously Rodgers fell apart. He didn't fall apart, but didn't have his greatest game against the Giants in the postseason last year because they were all over him. But at least he made plays with his legs. He ran away, got some first downs. It was really more about those drops than it was anything else in that game. You would, I mean, you know, the Phil Rivers would crumble under that kind of pressure. Wait, what? Are you, the, the Chargers' offensive line is terrible. I, well, it is bad. It's look been bad for a couple of years. Not as bad as though Rodgers played behind last year, and not as bad as what Rodgers. How, how would you quantify that? I, well, you're right. I can't really quiet. Just uh, you're bitten by my own snake, Rank. Well done. All right. So, Jason Peters out. That's going to be a big loss for the uh, for the Eagles, aka the Redeem Team, as mm-hmm. I've tabbed them. Um, and by the way, I've gotten emails from people saying, "Hey, Rich Eisen stole Redeem Team from you." Yeah. Well, I stole Redeem Team from NBA. I mean, from uh, the U.S. Olympic basketball team. Remember when they lost as the Dream Team? And then they came back as oh. the redeemed team. So that's I can't really claim that I invented that one. Um, ooh, another tight end, Vernon Davis. I have to add him to my top 50. Vernon sure. Davis, he's a guy who, aside from the early stages of his career, with maybe in hindsight too, can we look back and say maybe Vernon Davis wasn't the issue? Maybe it was Mike Singletary's ways that make, made Vernon Davis a little apathetic out right. there on the gridiron? Yeah. As it is now, he is terrific. He's just about unstoppable. Talk about those weapons that the 49ers have. I've been talking to Cowboys, Eagles, and the Bears and uh, Packers quite a bit coming out of the NFC in 2012. The, those Niners, and I do, we've been talking a lot too. NFC West on the rise, but man, oh man, how's that offense not going to be potent this year? Uh, Alex Smith is still their quarterback, unless he's Maybe revealed in this top 40 next week. Cause I bet we, he isn't. Yeah, I don't think, well, you never know. We've skated by. We haven't really mentioned uh, Matthew Stafford, who's in here at number 41. Does it seem like a surprise? I mean, it's he's 10 spots or nine spots ahead of Peyton Manning, not even batting an eye. Is it? It's, it's really one good year. And this is a guy who's lived off the, you know what, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a great quarterback. Okay, he did it once. You know, you see these guys come out and they have good years. One Like Michael Vick had one good year, and then last year he, he regressed a little bit. Are we now just completely trusting Matthew Stafford that he's, you know what, there's going to be no problems with him? There's, I mean, they, they still have some questions on the offensive line. On one hand, I hate, the, I hate the caveat as long as he stays healthy. But on the other hand, if Matthew Stafford stays healthy, I think it's hard to argue that, that – He's not going to have a but huge that's, that's the question. I'm not asking if he will or not, and I'm not saying let's let's quantify it. But do you have enough trust in him now? Because last year it was kind of like, well, yeah, maybe. Because last year he came in, I think it was in the high 90s, somewhere around there. If he was even in the list at all, and he was not. No, he wasn't in at all. He wasn't. He wasn't ranked. Nope. Not well, okay. here's the question. So he wasn't ranked. What's, so what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Calvin Johnson, of course, is going to be afflicted by the Madden curse. That's a hundred percent lock because right. that's, he's going up against twelve years of history. It's twelve mm-hmm. for twelve. He's he's doomed to suffer some sort of setback. So what's Matthew Stafford and the rest of that offense going to do? I think Mikel Lashur. That's my big prediction. He steps up for that offense this year. And by the way, don't forget they failed to not uh, to, to address their secondary. Did the Lions? But they did address their offensive line, so that should be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, Javid Best probably well, they're, they're putting it would in seem- a rookie there. I mean, it's not like hey, everything's solved. We 
I know, well, but uh, but but that offense was was just about unstoppable last year with zero running game, mm-hmm. and I so yeah, I think my, I think Matthew Stafford going from 2011 into 2012, this is a valid spot for him. 41. Okay. Um, I definitely like him ahead of Peyton Manning, a guy who didn't I take a too. single yeah, snap. And by the way, and Dominican Sue is going to be on Damashek's uh, list. What do you want out of me, Black Tie? 50? You want 100 or you want 50? I'll do whatever you say, fella. You're the boss. I just want numbers. What do you mean you want numbers? I just asked you for a number. Tell me how many you want. Oh, so I just make it until I'm done? And yeah, make the list. If I, wanna, I get to I 67, if it's 67, then so be it. Damashek's top 67. Yep. I have one more thing I'd like to rank for you quickly. I had lunch down at the the huddle, the the commissary, the NFL Network commissary, Mm -hmm. and and the the personalities from the network, they all have dishes named after themselves. I've advanced the idea to the guy behind the counter there, the the head chef there. I said, I don't want a sandwich or a pasta dish. I want the salad bar. I want the whole thing. I want the, the soup thing. station. I want the soup station. You've been working on this for a while. The Damashek <laughs> soup station. We're still in heavy negotiations. In the meantime, I've I've tried Saps wrap. There's a Sap wrap. It's a chicken thing in a in a you know like a Greek um, pita in a mm-hmm. pita with the stuff. And then there is uh, Duke's quesadilla. And then I've had the the Eisen special, rich the rich special. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you. There's nothing special about it other than the name. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. Sorry, Eisen. Was that going to get me in trouble? A little bit. At the network? You don't Good do luck like ever that. being on his podcast again. Wow. Uh, ooh, yeah. Take that. You know, yeah. Whose podcast are you on right now? Ryan? Who's shooting? I don't know who's Who shot first? shots around Black Dice throwing around the, the Han Solo edition blast. What are you doing? Um, Delete. The, how dare you? Next. Then it goes. Then it goes. Duke's quesadilla, which is fine. But let me tell you something. It's not just tasty on the tongue, but it's also light on the belly. Sap wrap number one on Damashek's uh, number list of, one of NFL Network personality food items to be had down at the huddle in Culver City, the Nerve Center, the West Coast Nerve Center for the NFL. And uh, all right, we'll be back. Rank. I don't know. Will we be back on the network talking about uh, about the top one hundred? I, I hope, hope so. we're invited back because you had that. You had a clever analogy to the Avengers. Well, that which that, was the line of the of the year for that show, like a month old, but sure. How is it a uh, month black old? Tie, well, such a wet. Man, instead it of was black number, tie, you're a wet blanket. It was number two in the box office this week. Still, still number two. Can you dig it? All right, listen, we'll be back to talk uh, next Wednesday night um, when we uh, when the uh, to- when the top 100 goes from 40 down to 31. And black tie, I will have. Hear me now. Believe me later. I shall have my 50 ready to go for you at that time. I don't know how we'll unveil it. Maybe I'll just give you my 50 down to 31 at that point, or maybe Rank and I will put our heads together and do it. But either way, be on the lookout for that. Like I say, we're available on iTunes. We appreciate it if you subscribe. Adam Rank, you can track him down at Twitter, at Adam Rank. I'm Dave Damashek. You can track me down at Damashek. Same place on the Twitter. Do it. The kids love it. All right, we'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce later on. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.